Shut up and sit down. Hey, welcome back. Mike and Melissa here. Guess who's back? It's me. I'm back. Hey, welcome back. Hey, everybody. Thank you. How was your trip? It was really good. Yeah? Yeah. It, right. uh, it was much needed. It was a good time with family. It's always much needed. Hang out with family, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, sorry I missed you guys, but, you know, we're going to see each other in a couple months. Yep. Yep. Well, less than that. Less than, than that. that. So, cool. Can't wait. So today we're going to talk about self-defense. Do, do, do. We're going to get controversial. Pew, pew. <laughs> so it should get real interesting. <laughs> All right. So uh, why don't you go ahead? So you're welcome back and you can start off and kick us off. Um, self-defense, self-defense, self-defense. It's important. <laughs> everyone, everyone should know it. Um, so at least the basics, you know, there are a lot of things that are vital for survival. Um, I don't care if you're an SHTF person or if you're, what? SHTF. That poop hits the fan. Oh, Okay. Um, or if, you know, you're a zombie apocalypse person, or if you just want to keep your family safe, all of those fall into the realm of self-defense and what you need to know to survive. Um, there are so many different aspects and it's so important for all ages. I mean, even we teach our kids, um, we've taught our kids and other people's kids about self-defense and what to do. And it's not just the stranger danger. It's, um, that's a big part of it. It, it is a big part of it. But it, in the event that, you know, somebody does try and take you, you need to know what to do. Um, and Grace was what, three when we started to teach her. Yeah. If you want to call a teacher, she was really stubborn about it. Like always, like everything else, she gets bored and was like, no, nah, I don't want to do it anymore. And I'm like, and then she just turns into a distraction for her brother. True. But, um, but I mean, at least she knows some of the basics, which is really important. And so, um, so you've got, you know, teaching from a young age to keeping up with your trade as you grow older and as you experience more things and different, um, scenarios and all that kind of stuff. And even, you know, it, even you, you know, you keep up with your training. You continue to do stuff just because it is, um, it's, it's vital because if you don't do something, you, um, you lose it. I think if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah, exactly. So I would say there are a lot of aspects of self-defense. Like one, you know, people talk about a lot of situational awareness and then you've got, you know, like, um, weapons and things around. Um, training. What well, else? I think you would uh, you would classify it as uh, you know self um, situational awareness. You have uh, your hand to hand. You know, no weapons in hand. Uh, you have weapons in hand, which could which we're going to talk about in regards to uh, anything around you, because um, anything can be a weapon, mm -hmm. which is going to prelude to what we're going to be talking about when we get to weapons, mm -hmm. um, then there is, uh, 
you know, knives, guns, sticks, and we'll get classify what is a stick. Um, it's just, and that is very broad. Uh-huh. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, your first and last line of defense, though, is, is going to be your situational awareness, awareness of, of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you, one, you want to always be aware of who's around you, what's around you, and your environment in general. Mm-hmm. Um, that includes if you're sitting in a restaurant, uh, if you're walking in and out of a, of a store. In your car. In your car. Uh-huh. Um, wherever, your house. Right. And, I mean, you got to know where everything is, you know, uh, where your defensive points are. You got to think about this stuff because um, thinking about it after the fact is too late. Exactly. And that's and that you found this a lot um, when doing and teaching self-defense that um, when but people come to learn self-defense after something bad has happened. And then they're like, oh, man, I wish I would have known earlier. And that's one of those things that this is why we're talking about it. You might not think it's important now, today, right now at this very second. You're in your office. You're in your car. You're at home. You're safe. But what you don't realize is is in the blink of an eye, if you're not paying attention and if you're not focused on your surroundings and what's going on, something bad can happen. And it happens quickly, like my we've got tons of stories, you know, of people, of, from, from people we've trained from, from federal agents and police officers and, you know, and just normal women who, and men who have been accosted or attacked or whatever the case may be. And, you know, it's really scary. And then, you know, even like when you're abroad and, um, like one of your friends, you know, was in a foreign town or her daughter was, and, you know, they were, they were attacked and the police are like, well, you're leaving. So do you really want to press charges? Well, they should have, you know, I mean, you, it's one of these things where you really need to, to be, I, what's the saying? I'd rather be prepared. I'd rather have it and I need it and not have it. I call it the condom theory. Um, and it just, it applies to everything. Um, I'd rather have these skills and not need it exactly than to need it when I don't have it. And um, the reason I'm a big advocate of it is I've gotten, when I was a kid, and I don't know if my parents even know this, but uh, I used to get bullied a lot. Um, I'm not the biggest guy in the world. I was an even smaller kid. Um, and, you know, so I always had bigger people uh, trying to push me around, trying to... Um, intimidate me and I was the type of person luckily to never put up with it I even though I got my butt kicked a lot I would always stand up for myself and I wouldn't and I'd always fight back when I needed to unfortunately nowadays uh, it's it's very frowned upon and I think that's part of the reason why bullyism is as bad as it is because uh, I do think it's worse for, than from when we were kids Oh, by far. Um, but I think a lot of that has to do with um, we're told that how bad fighting is and we shouldn't do it and all that. I mean, you got to understand that standing up for yourself doesn't always necessarily mean fighting. Correct. Right? Correct. You, should, you should always stand up for yourself. Now, if it, it, it could lead to that. Unfortunately, you know, we always say what people suck. 
Yeah, kids exactly. suck. Even worse yeah. because they don't they don't know better. At least adults should know better. Mm-hmm. Um, but kids kids don't know better. So and why are your kid? Why is your kid if he is or she is a bully? Where do you think they're learning that from? Yeah, that's not an inherent trait. They weren't born with it. It's learned. So, yeah, I mean, I if you need to fight because the situation calls for it, then absolutely you need to fight. Um, however, if that should definitely be a last resort, I was always a big advocate of that when I was tra- when I was teaching kids and even adults. You should always make that a last resort. If you can walk away. Walk away. If you can let someone know, let someone know. You know, whatever the case may be. However, people don't get the clue sometimes. And you need to give them the clue. And sometimes they literally need it it slapped across their face for them to finally get it. Like, oh, I'm being Mm -hmm. a dick. You know, so, yeah. I mean, and that could, and that was me from when I didn't know anything. I didn't learn Krav Maga which is the self-defense I, I promote. Uh, but, and we'll get into different styles in a little bit. But um, I didn't learn this until I was an adult, until we got married. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is because I wanted to make sure that I was able to protect my family in case something bad happened. Because unfortunately, especially in this town, a lot of towns, um, bad stuff can happen just at any time mm-hmm. and you don't get to pick and choose it's not a it's not like a sporting event like boxing or or, or mma where you, you have a date a time and a referee and and spectators and all that stuff no yeah and unfortunately nowadays the other problem too with our society is that people won't help you they would no they'd rather record they'd rather record you than and help on social media than instead of actually helping you trust me videotaping you does not help you so not it's so frustrating like our society as a whole has totally just disconnected from each other from life from family and sorry and uh and social media i think has a huge role to play like people are just oh i want to become famous how about you be kind how about you love and care i don't know why, yeah, why don't you, like, <laughs> stop being selfish and start thinking of someone else? Because that's really what the problem is nowadays uh, and why there's so much violence. Um, everyone's so self-absorbed that even when you have a difference of opinion or ideas, that you're considered wrong. Mm-hmm. You're considered a bad and evil person that should be smit or smite from the earth. <laughs> I don't know what past tense of smite is, but <laughs> I will smite you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, and that's just wrong. And so that's that's why I'm a big advocate. Melissa isn't a, a big advocate of self defense in general. Mm-hmm. Now, how you go about it is completely up to you. I choose to kind of make sure I'm an all around person, mm-hmm. um, kind of a jack of all trades, master of none type thing. And that's why I, I, as far as like hand to hand, because you're not going to always be able to get to a weapon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I choose Krav Maga as my hand to hand self defense because it kind of has that general all around uh, mentality. Like it has standing, it has ground, it has weapons, mm-hmm. it has, and it actually practices these 
really bad scenarios. Um, and it gives everyone a chance against anybody, against uh, men or women to men, big, small to big, whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. Yeah, and that's a great thing. And age as well. Like, that's and a great age. thing that Krav Maga, it, it flows over or surpasses or covers all of that. It doesn't matter if it's me against Dwayne The Rock Johnson or if it's, you know, my kid against, you know, a, an adult attacker or if it's my grandmother against, you know, some teenagers. If you know the skill, it, I, what do I want to say? It, it gives you a chance. Yeah, it, it does. I, what, it surpasses it, or, you know, it, it, it's comprehensive for anyone. It doesn't matter age, size, shape, um, any of it. it and, and it's so easy and yeah, so it, great and so easy to learn that you can really, mm -hmm. you know, feel confident and proficient prolific with it you know within a couple of years you know and versus... when you learn this stuff or any style and i'll go into uh some different options in a little bit but when you go into uh learning this stuff like mr like melissa said it gets you confident not an asshole all right we're not teaching you to fight fight like oh i can take on anybody i can go out there right now and fight yeah. someone no the purpose of Kramaga is not to get into a fight. It's, it's to, to avoid a fight. It well, and avoid it. If, if you're, you're into it, finish it quickly. Yeah. And, but, but to avoid it. To avoid it. And it, so, and and as a parent, isn't that what we all want? We all want our kids to avoid a fight. So if we can avoid it at all costs, then that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I'm going to teach my kids to do the same thing. But I'm also going to teach my kids if you mess with them and they can't get away or they can't do whatever it is that they need to do, listen they're going to finish the fight and it's going to be quick and then they're going to get away and that's what's important i always know? tell my kids i go never start a fight i don't care who's with who who's bothering you never start a fight but if you get into a fight you finish it and exactly james like okay daddy <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. So, but yeah, I mean, and, and you know, and I get it. Fighting's bad. But guess what? Sticking, standing up for yourself and protecting yourself or your sister or your family is not bad. Is no, not wrong. That's and, an evil thing. Yeah. Oh, Self-defense, yeah. It is, it's not a bad thing. And, and, you know, so many parents are like, oh, fighting is bad. Don't do this. Don't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I look at the school district here and the, like they just... They just laid off like 140 deans and the deans in the middle school and high school are the people who handle discipline. Well, they just got rid of all of them. And so we already have a problem with discipline and bullies and even re like fights and guns and weapons in school. So now what's going to happen? The kids are going to run rampant and it's going to be crazy. And and I'm sorry, but they don't expel kids anymore because they're like, well, it'd be better for them to be in school and learning versus at home and not. Well, no, the parent needs to deal with that. Yeah, child. the parent needs to get involved. But the other thing that's really important is that kids need to know that if you stand up for yourself, it's okay. And, you know, kids who stand up for yourself get in trouble and they shouldn't. The person who's being the bully or is, is the aggressor or whatever it is, they should be the ones who are getting in trouble. And a lot of times, like my mom would always say, you always catch the half, the second half of it. You don't know. Mm -hmm. You never catch the beginning. You always catch the second half. And so that's really hard. But let's get back to let, let's talk about situational awareness. Well, and, and that's and that's part of it is um, 
with everything that you're just talking about, situational mm -hmm. awareness is, like you said, you always catch the second half, meaning mm -hmm. you only look at the fight. Mm -hmm. What led up to the fight? Exactly. You know, in regards to schools, I mean, a lot of these kids, to touch on what you're talking about, a lot of these kids are bringing weapons to schools because a lot of them are scared and mm -hmm. they're being bullied mm -hmm. and they don't know how to handle it. So guess what? Their go-to is to take a gun. For self-defense, they take a, a knife, knife, or you know whatever. Because they, because they're not trained, and that's how trained. they think. Because they've seen it in the movies, they've seen it in the video games, they've seen it all over the place. And not, not that I'm blaming all that, but what I'm saying is that the adult. That's what I'm blaming. I'm blaming the parent. Yeah, hasn't like, hasn't taught them. And you're not teaching your kid that they can come to you for for this problem. Exactly. And how do you handle that exactly. in a proper way? But you you're not teaching your kids right. Exactly. And and so it's hard because because these kids don't have anywhere to turn to. They they don't know what to do and they they feel trapped. They and feel alone. cornered and alone. And so mm -hmm. now all of a sudden they've they have resulted or been pushed to a totally different um like they're a cat trapped in a corner. Like, they're going to fight back any way they know how. And that's what they know. So, unfortunately, things happen. It's not it's not ideal at all, for sure. So, going, now going into, we'll see, show you how this leads into uh, situational awareness. Uh, but first, uh, if you like everything we're talking about and you want to hear more, please hit the like and subscribe and hit the little finger. <laughs> Ding! Uh, and uh, also check out us. Check us out on social media. Uh, if you feel like you want to donate to us to help us uh, put out more videos and audio, uh, and check us out on our PayPal and Patreon. And then check us out on our different uh, audio places. We're on Podbean, Google Play, uh, iTunes, Spotify. So uh, if you can't sit down and watch us, you know, put us on, on the audio version and we can listen to us in the car. And, See what we want to rant about. This <laughs> is being weird. <laughs> I like that. That's fun. <laughs> so, uh, on that note, um, so situational awareness. situational awareness is just being aware of your environment in general. This includes mm -hmm. if you're a third party as well. So, because this is going to lead into bullyism mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, you want to be aware of your environment for multiple reasons. You want to know where the exits are. Where can you escape? Mm -hmm. All right. You you want to know um, if you can be able to use anything as a weapon. Maybe there's um, tools around, like gardening tools. Like you have a rake or whatever. You can use it as a stick, you know, to keep people away. You can um, use barriers, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. whether it's a trash can or a light pole mm -hmm. or, 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 or like a pillar. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And you see that obviously in buildings everywhere. Excuse me. Um, so there's that on top of being aware of dangers in general of people. Mm -hmm. So if you see someone, pay attention to someone who's a little shady, right? Give and them you're, a look. And I think your your instincts. Yeah, listen to your, your gut. Your human instincts. Yeah, and your gut, whatever it is that you want to call it. But those in, inherent instincts that you have. They're going to let you know. They're going to ding, red flag, mm -hmm. something's going on. So, and even if you don't see the threat, 
But you sense it? But you spider sense, sense it, yes. You have these spider senses that go off. Yeah. Well, that, that's actually inherent of all animals. Uh, we we are animals. Don't forget that. <laughs> all right? So we have an inherent survival instinct to kind of, it kind of goes off saying, oh, okay, we're in a dangerous situation. Um, we need to be vigilant, right? Alert. Or, uh, be alert. So Aware. Mm -hmm. I, I don't feel right. I feel like there's danger close. So that's the reason, like, you see a deer, example, just pop its head up and, like, and look around because they sense something. I don't off. feel right. I don't I feel, feel like right. I'm leaking. I hope not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, but yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And situational awareness is, you know, your head on a swivel, you're, you know, you're exiting a building. It's late at night. You have your keys ready. You're off your phone. You're off your phone. You're off your phone. Unless you're on the phone talking to someone. Yeah. Right. Get your head up. Pay attention. Look left. Look right. You're still looking around. You're exactly. Look behind you. Mm -hmm. See if, you know, like, because when you exit a building, you might not see that there's a pillar or something, and there could be somebody hiding back there. And I'm not trying to say, be paranoid. No, no, no. This not is not what, what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, uh, get your head up and look at where you're going. And pay attention. And pay attention. Stop texting, stop whatever. And especially, like, if I'm with my kids and I'm, like, trying to go somewhere, I'm like, okay, I need hands, I need heads, let's look. And pay attention. And, you know, we're walking out, and I'm looking where my car is. I'm looking at where everyone is. I'm looking at what cars are parked next Excuse me, next to me. I'm looking at um, you know, everything, the entire situation. I want to know how many people are in that parking lot, just like when we go to a restaurant. Mm -hmm. You know, how many people are in the restaurant? How many exits are there? Um, you know, where do we want to sit? Kind of Jason Bourne, if you see that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's like, he's like, I know who's who's a threat, who can handle themselves, who where the best place to find a gun, where you know where, the, you know all that. So you're just he's paying attention to his surroundings. He's like, I know where all the eggs are. All exactly. That stuff, so and yeah, and so so you know you do need to pay attention, and even when you're in a grocery store, like I can say this, out of experience, like. You go to a big grocery store, Walmart, um, Target, you know, even like we've got a new Smith's Marketplace that's really big. You need to pay attention. Who's around you? Are there people following you in the grocery store? Are there people waiting at the exit so that when you leave with your children, they can take your children? I mean, this is, these are real life scenarios where it happens here in Las Vegas. Child trafficking, even adult, like sex trafficking is um happening here a lot from all sorts of predators not just trafficking um even you have rapists you have pedophiles yeah um you have people who just want to kidnap you for money um whatever exactly. you especially you go to a different country yeah um we've had that experience of going to mexico yeah uh you know it's just being vigilant um we've been to to other countries uh, like jamaica that's where i got married totally awesome place um but you know they have a problem they their police force literally has small machine guns <laughs> you know, and we're not citizens of that country so yeah it's a little intimidating yeah. and it's very scary but the thing is is you've just you've just got to pay attention and i cannot that in and of itself to me is the first and last line of defense mm -hmm. if you're paying attention you can avoid a, a potentially harmful situation because you're looking, you're watching, you're you're aware of what's going on. And let me give an example for this. So I'm, gosh, when was this? Like four or five years ago, 
Um, Grace was not born. I just had Jaden. I just had Jaden with me. And yeah, Jaden was about two or so. Yeah, Jaden was about two or so. And we're at Walmart. I'm finished shopping. I'm going out to my car. You know, when I pay attention. At night. Um, it was like afternoonish, like six or seven p.m. Okay, so um, almost night. So almost night here, and um, so you know when I put when I would put Jaden in the car, I would open the door and um put my back against the door. So if the door's here and the, into the car is this way, you know, door opens. Um, I would put my back against the door so that no one can come up behind me, and then I would face. You know, I'd put the cart right in front of me and face into the car and get Jaden into the car. So then I, I can look around and see what's going on. Well, in this particular instance, a gentleman started coming up to me. I made sure that I had the shopping cart as a barrier, as a deterrent, as something that was um, in the middle of what's going on. And when I did that, um, I also at the very top of my lungs, very loudly, cause he was, he was like, uh, Hey, can I have blah, 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 blah. Like he wanted money or wanted, he wanted something or whatever he wanted. And I said, and I very loudly, I said, Hey, I don't know you get away from me. And at that, and it was loud, louder than that. And at that instance, there were six people in the, in the structure in the parking lot around me that everyone turned and looked. Because one, I wanted to draw attention. Well, one, I wanted to put a barrier between me and this individual. Two, I wanted to draw attention. Because we know, it's a matter of fact, police, agent, federal agents, everyone will tell you the most, com the more commotion, the more loud, the louder you are, the better. Because people don't want to draw attention to themselves. So if you're the one drawing attention and you're screaming or yelling or whatever it is, or you're warning, Okay, because I was carrying at that time. I did have a, a CCW purse, which was great, and I could um, I could fire from within the purse, which was a great it was a great purse. Um, I've now since moved from carrying from a from a purse to a person um, to on my person because it's just easier to get to. But in in that particular instance, it was in my purse, so I was getting ready and and I was getting ready to warn him like, don't come any closer. You know, I have a gun. You know, I'm warning, you know, and you take steps. You learn steps. I want to do non-lethal. You know, so my first defense of non-lethal was create that barrier. So I did. I put the cart right between me and him. Is it a big enough distance? No. I, I wasn't comfortable with it, but it was all that I had. Well, so I the, used what was available. The other thing with that, too, is that they still have to get around the barrier. Correct, so yeah. So that's going to buy you time. Yeah, um, like I so, could have hopped in the car. So even if you didn't yeah. see this person, you still had something you could have shoved the cart into. Them exactly. You, yeah. You have something, and that and that's still being vigilant and yeah. still being prepared. So that's why it's still a good thing. Because yeah, and I'm gonna get into a story about after Melissa's done about um, uh, putting stuff in your car, like after shopping. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. So we'll go ahead. Yeah. So so I I had the barrier and then I yelled and he was like oh oh and then everybody turned and looked and he was he was like looking around like oh people are watching me and then he left. So for me that was the closest call I've ever had. But I think that if I hadn't have had that kind of self defense, like let's say you're at a gas station, this happens all the time here. People come up and ask for gas money. Like get away from me. I don't want you around me. I'm sorry. I just, I don't know you. I don't know if you're exactly. Yeah. I don't know who you are. You don't know me. Like I, what I don't get is how can people, um, 
walk up to a total stranger and like you don't know who you're walking up to either right. i mean it's bad on either side yeah and, and so you, you know so i was times. able to get the guy he left i was able to load my my car in really quick i got in locked the door that's another story i'll get into um locked the door and drove off and then she called me and drove off and then i called him like oh my gosh you have no idea what just happened but look at what i did i was really proud of myself because i was able to um make make whatever it was that needed to happen happen so i was able to do that um yeah and so needless to say um i was able to get that taken care of um another story about you know in regards to getting in your car and sitting there in a parking lot. So I was heading over to, to Office Depot one day. Do you remember this story? I was mm-hmm. in Office Depot the other day and not the other day, but like a couple months back and I pull in, got the kids. I'm getting ready to get out. Oh no, I didn't have the kids. It was just me. Okay. I remember this. You had the kids that day and I was going in to pick up some stuff for whatever homeschool or whatever. And I look in the car next to me and it's my friend. Oh yeah. I and, uh, and I'm like, Hey, I'm, and I notice her doors are unlocked. She's sitting on the phone, not paying attention, and her doors are unlocked. And I'm like, this is a prime... Sorry. The kids are at vacation Bible school, so I'm just checking to make sure I don't need to get them. Um, this is a prime example of what I'm talking about, about getting your head out of your phone. So I opened the door and yelled, scared her to death. Why? Because she wasn't paying attention. She was on her phone, just totally oblivious to what's going on. She just straight her up door, opened her door. <laughs> no, no, her doors were unlocked. That's what I mean. Uh, yeah, you I just straight it. up like opened and went, ah! And like she threw her phone, like was panicking, started crying. I'm like, I could have been a horrible person and taken you and hurt you. Lock your doors. Lock your doors. I get and, it. You're going to be on your phone doing whatever. Lock your door. <laughs> I mean, and I get it. If somebody wants to get to you... They can smash a window with with a with a crowbar or bat or whatever. But here's the deal: barriers stop. Get some kind of line of defense. A barriers locked door. Work. Barriers work. A locked door is great. You know whatever you need to do. But here's two prime examples of situational awareness. Where luckily I was paying attention because if I wouldn't have, they would have. That guy would have snuck up behind me, and who knows mm-hmm. what would have happened. And you know my my friend. You know luckily I was a friend. You know it, that could have turned out a lot worse than what it did. But it was my point to say, hey, you know what? You need to pay attention. So situational awareness. Know what's around you. Know where you're at. Know who's with you. You know, pay attention. And my thing is, I don't now, after learning self-defense and after doing this, I do not get into my car and then get on my phone. I get in my car. I start it. I lock the doors. Or even I lock the door first, then I start it, and I leave. I leave where I'm at. Because nothing on that phone is so important that it has to be done right away. Everything can wait. And so that's one of those things that really I I cannot stress enough. And I'm saying, don't be paranoid. Like, there's the levels of, you know, awareness. Yeah. You know, you (laughs) you don't need to be paranoid. But I want you in that cautious area. Don't be a red alert. And don't be green where you're just like, la, 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 like you're totally laissez-faire. Don't be that. But I want you in that cautious area. I want you in that yellow, what's around, what's going on. You know, I Again, need to pay that attention. Pay, that pay attention mode. Uh-huh. That's yeah. Hard. And um, I was totally going to do a Trump joke right when 
<laughs> then you like barriers work. That's why we're gonna build a wall. A huge a wall. wall. Mm -hmm. A big wall. <laughs> and it's gonna be huge. Exactly. <laughs> I love our president. Um so yeah, and kind of, and one more story before we, before we move on is, this is a story of how fast things can happen. Hmm. I don't get it. And this was told to me by a federal agent. Um, he was a great guy. Uh, and, you know, a woman who, he was telling me a story about a woman who got raped. And um, she was putting stuff away in her, in her car, you know. In the back seat. In the back seat. Mm -hmm. Totally normal stuff that anybody would do, right? And totally she's, normal. And she's Do wearing, it all the time. And she was wearing a dress or a skirt or something. And she was putting stuff inside her car. So she's like halfway in her car. And not that what she was wearing. No, no. I mean, none of it Validated was no, what no. should have happened. Like, no, no. It, it's not that. We're just giving you a story. Right. And, and just, this is a story of how fast things can happen. Mm -hmm. So she's putting stuff away. So she's bent over inside her car. And someone literally walks up. His junk was out, ready to go, literally pushed her in the car, mm -hmm. flipped up her, up her dress or skirt, did his business, and was gone within 30 seconds. Before of, she even knew. She, and, the whole, and she even got out like, what, what just, just happened? happened? Like, uh, uh, and she was just totally oblivious. Um, and she, uh, couldn't imagine like the processing for that. Um, I cannot. But... And it's a really bad scenario, and that's how fast it can happen. A, a bad situation like that. Yeah, and that's it, and we're not trying to scare you. But these but we things want happen. You, yeah, it happens, it's, and and you have to. Here's here's the sad state of where we are in our society. There are a lot of bad people. There's evil. Out there, there is evil, evil, evil out there, and the problem with it is that people. We all like if you're a good person. Inherently, you want to assume that trait on someone else. And the, the fact of the matter is, is not everyone is good. Well, and even if you're a good person, you still, and this is again my opinion, um, we all have moments of evil. So, I mean, you could have, you could have someone go on, uh, like when a, a great movie, an uh, older movie now, uh, is A Time to Kill. Mm -hmm. you ever seen the movie? Mm -hmm. um, where... In my opinion, the dad justifiably murders uh, two guys who um, assaulted, assaulted, and raped, and mm -hmm. and did horrible things to his daughter. Mm -hmm. So he had a moment temporary insanity, um, totally justified in my opinion. But <laughs> he had to go through the process, they had to prove it, and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. But he had a moment of evil. I mean, no one's gonna. I'm not gonna deny the fact that it was a moment of evil, and where his sole intention was to murder these two guys. Um, I doesn't mean I doesn't mean I totally agree with what he did. Um, I can only imagine if I was in that scenario and that thing oh had, gosh, happened to Grace. Yeah. Oh, I would lose my mind too. So I I'm not I don't hate the guy, but I'm also not going to deny the fact that it, it it's a moment uh, yeah. of evil. Yeah. Um, we all have the potential of evil as well as great good. So just keep that in mind and and. The whole point is that you want to hope for the best, but plan for the worst. Uh, exactly. And it goes back to my little common theory of, you know, um, better to have, have it than not need it. it. Yep. Uh, so, 
just kind of keep that in mind of where our mindset is and where your mindset is is yeah you hope for the best you want to see the best in people but you want to be ready in case you don't see the best in people too. exactly and then and 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 you don't know if someone's off their meds or if someone's on drugs or or what it is i mean like you never know like like we'll be walking and i'll i'll see uh, some my senses will come off and i'll i'll i'll, I'll like your senses are tingling yep i'll like nudge him or something i'll say like three o'clock or i'll move my eyes or i'll nod or something and just be like hey like this is my beware this is what's going on and then he'll change mode and either move us to a safer position or <coughs> excuse me or he'll, um, you know, do something else. <coughs> As well as coughing your ear. All right. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. so, I mean, he, you're aware, like, you get the nudges, like, or he'll even tell me, hey, just be aware, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, just like, hey, get behind me, you know, stand over here. You know, I'm just, I'm just p positioning myself in a better uh, situation. Um, and the, even the kids know. Uh, if something bad happens, you stick to mommy and you run away, you know, mm -hmm. wait for daddy. Uh, or if both mommy, or if you're just with one of us and we're in an altercation, you, you run. Um, we teach them to run inside a store or run inside wherever they're going. And get help. And yeah. get help. Um, and be loud and because, be, you know, you know. You know, you may have that situation where um, you, you have to be that barrier for your kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and they know to stay right behind me, mm -hmm. um, or or Melissa, uh, whatever the situation. Probably Melissa because they're with her more. But well, and I've even done the whole where I'm hold like I always hold their hand. I don't care, Jaden Seven. I don't care. I am gonna hold your hand as long as I can because in that way I can direct them. Mm -hmm. You know, I can steer them behind me. And Jaden knows if I do that, if I steer them behind me, he needs to hold on to his sister. And they don't let go of me because mm -hmm. then at that point I let go of their hands and they're holding onto my shirt or they're holding onto my belt buckle or they're holding on to whatever it is that I have. And Jaden knows he holds on so that, and I'm like, you hold on to where this, I can feel you that I know you're there. Just see, so why would you do that? Well, the reason you would do that is because, uh, Melissa, I need my hands Melissa has her hands free. She can mm -hmm. defend a lot better. Mm -hmm. Um, she has all of her non weapon i guess i have all my my utensils yeah her, she has her limbs available mm -hmm. i can uh, her, kick i can know, punch, she can even can... get to a weapon a lot easier yep um, whatever the case may be so mm -hmm. um those are some of the reasons why you should learn self-defense um why it's important to be vigilant why you need to be aware mm -hmm. um now what can you, you now what is self-defense what can you use you know what are your what tools do you have everything um, it's literally everything. Uh, it could be the ground. It could be your phone. You can use your phone as a weapon, believe it or not. <laughs> your phone might not last long. Yeah, I mean, you're going to break it. After but... <laughs> it. but, I mean, I would rather use this as a force punch or, you know. Force to... enhancer, a or, force enhancer or, or, or as whatever. a distraction tool. Uh -huh. or... or just throw it at him. I mean... Right. It, it's, it's anything can be a weapon. The ground can be a weapon. Yeah. Obviously, in the a news. A purse, a bag. A, purse, you know, bag. But in the news. A shoe. We had a woman uh, use a car as a weapon. Mm -hmm. You know, moments of evil. But it, it could be where you. It could be a necessary tool. Um, exactly. These are all tools. You could have the a screwdriver, mm -hmm. right? Be be a tool. A tool. 
Uh, well, I mean, but you other know what than, I mean. Like, other yeah, than but other than like a gun or a knife mm-hmm. or a bat or a crowbar, like all of the obvious stuff. And yeah, this is kind totally. of also going back to being aware of your surroundings because mm-hmm. you want to, let's say you're in your neighborhood. And I know at least people around here, and I've seen it everywhere else, you, you go walk, you know, towards nighttime. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be dark out and, you know, could you... Have, could you find a brick? Could you find you know a some, rock, a, rock, you, a yeah, trash can, a pot, or, 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 uh, you, know. you know, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be? And again, you can use stationary objects as a weapon. You can use them as barriers. You can use it as a force enhancer if you're in a fight mm-hmm. um, and things like that. So being aware comes in really handy if you're in an altercation, right before an altercation, even after an altercation. So... Mm-hmm. Um, always, that's why we say it's your first and last line of defense. It's, it's really your biggest tool. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, use anything. Like I said, it could be the ground. Yeah. It could be, could be your tool. So, and most fights end up on the ground. We'll talk about that in a little mm-hmm. bit, but yeah. So, and then you have the uh, more common way of thinking is you go and, and learn a physical, uh, self-defense, whether it's, like I said, kick, uh, Krav Maga is our go-to. Um, you have, uh, some of my opinion, in my opinion, and it could vary with different people. Um, but in my opinion, some of the best self-defense, uh, martial arts out there, um, you have boxing. I think boxing is, um, a great go-to, um, for, for this is going to be a standing one because you got to learn to apply it in the street. Remember, there's no rules in the street. There's no ref, right? Don't plan on people to help you. Like I said, people are going to videotape you over helping you. So uh, boxing is a, a great uh, tool, uh, mm-hmm. even though it is a sport based sport based uh, fighting system. Well, but it, you know, if you think about boxing, it teaches you how to throw a punch. It also teaches you how to dodge and uh, and, Bob and avoid and, and, and move, you know, how to stand, how to stand but it feet. also teaches you how to kind of take a punch too. So it's really mm-hmm. important. I mean, when you're fighting, you've got to know all of that. You've got to be aware of where you're at, what what's going on. And and here's the thing, yeah, street fighting totally different than boxing. But here's the thing. If you know how Sports to block, boxing, yeah. yeah, sport boxing, if you know how to block, if you're not like, and that's one of the great things, like even BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, yeah, it is next, phenomenal yeah. because it, it teaches you how to be on the ground and how to fight because we've been told that, and, and it's, it, it, you see it all the time is fights will always inevitably, if they last a long enough time, will end up on the ground. And and at that point you need to be able to know how to to fight because if and somebody get gets on top, yeah and get back up if somebody if somebody gets on top of you what are you gonna do do you know how to buck and roll do you Ladies. know how, <laughs> right exactly do you know how to um, maneuver the situation to where you can get out or you can hurt them or you can get them off you know the whole you know knees into the or elbows into the knees and the the can opener you know it's just one of those things <laughs> that. Um, you know, all these tricks and trades and all this kind of stuff, you need to know how to do it. I mean, men as well as women, everyone needs, everyone should know this. And, and let me stipulate BJJ. Um, again, it's a great style. Um, I think when taught properly, cause I had, I've had, uh, a a black belt jujitsu, uh, person teach me, uh, street, uh, jujitsu. 
And it's vastly different than tournament jujitsu. So that's what you're I'm talking totally, about. Yeah. Um, whether you want to, if you're going to learn this stuff for street defense, practice them as a street defense. Mm -hmm. Don't practice the, the tournament or sport version of it because there's rules in those versions. There's a lot more technique and finesse you can use. In the mm -hmm. street, you're not going to have that. There are no rules. There's no finesse. It's, it's it's brutality, pure and simple. Well, I think that's why I love Krav Maga so much is because it is it is dirty. Mm -hmm. It is downright. You bite, right. you eye gouge, you. Oh, yeah. You, there are no rules. And that's why Krav Maga, the system of Krav Maga, is not allowed in MMA. It's not allowed in the boxing ring. It is because it's not a nice. It's not meant for sport. No. It, it is meant solely self-defense. Hand-to-hand, close-quarter Attack, if you're attacked, you respond, you defend and attack at the same time, and you get away. Like mm -hmm. we're And we're also not advocating stay and fight. No, if you can get away, run. If somebody comes and wants my purse or whatever, guess what? I'm going to look at where, because I'm already going to know where I'm at. And I'm going to see maybe the end of a, of a dead-end alleyway and the exit. So guess what? I'm throwing my purse the opposite direction of where I'm running. Because I want to get away. Mm -hmm. And they'll run after the purse. They don't want me. They want what's in my purse. Well, huh. shocker, right there's yeah. nothing in there, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, unless they're out for something a little bit less. Yeah, or but more. Or more, I should say. But, um, but yeah, so needless to say, it, all kinds of fighting. Even, um, oh, what's that other one? Also, I uh, like Muay Thai. Yes, there we go. Um, Thank you. I think if you want to, with Muay Thai... Uh, it's uh, Thai boxing. Um, it's also considered one of the best self-defense be um, tools out there because uh, now you're talking about using all your limbs. You're talking about knees. And your long-range ones. Your knees, well, your, your knees, kicks, kicks and, yep, mm -hmm. your, your elbows, um, even the head. They, mm -hmm. I mean, granted, they don't do it in their sport version, but, mm -hmm. um, yeah, they it, back in their uh, history... In the Muay Thai history, they used to use their head. They used to, you know, they used to wear uh, wraps with glass on them. <laughs> yeah, those are a real thing. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it was it was a dev. It still is a devastating style. Um, and if that would be my step up from boxing, um, that's just taking mm -hmm. it to a next level. That um, is awesome, and you're gonna learn a great technique. You're gonna learn how to defend. But again, going back, you have to train as if you're training in the street. Mm -hmm. Do not train for the ring because you're not going to be prepared. The mentality is vastly different. And that's the thing. And regardless of what style you learn, even in Krav Maga, you have to train with the mentality of the street. Exactly. Um, it's a lot worse. It's a lot scarier. It, it is vastly scary. You don't know. There are too many variables because there are no rules. Mm -hmm. um, you, they could all of a sudden pull out a weapon. How are you going to deal with that? They could all of a sudden have a friend or multiple friends with them. I was just going to say, yeah. yeah. You don't know. That's why you don't want to stay on the ground and fight on the ground, jujitsu people. <laughs> Stand up. <laughs> if you have the chance, get up. Yeah. Um, that's, that's my little stipulation. But that, and I mean, that's, that's why, also, you know, the you difference know. between street and, and competition. Yeah. Competition is, is great for what it's in, entailed for and what it is designed for. Oh, yeah, it's an art. It, yeah, it, totally it is. is. It, tr it truly is. And those and those guys and, and girls who are the top of their, their league and their class, they're amazing to watch. They truly, truly are. I'm and really, it's one I of those cousins. things. That that are yeah. that are black belts and they're awesome. Oh, they're amazing. You know, you know. I yeah. just hope they they. But I know they also understand 
because um, one of them is a police officer. Mm -hmm. um, I know they understand the difference between a street fight and a ring oh, yeah. fight. So. And they're so great instructors that they... Oh, they're I, awesome. They're yeah, they're hilarious. amazing, and they, they teach that as well. So, you know, that's one of those things of training, you know? So you've got your training, you've got your, you've got your situational awareness, you've got all of that. So then... What leads us into, and we've talked about a little bit about weapons, you know, and, and, and carrying and carrying, you know, and, and how you, like I said, I, I said previously, I used to carry in my purse because I could lock it up and do all that kind of stuff. And I felt safe. Well, let, let's save that one for last. <laughs> okay. Um, so some other weapons that you can take that you can carry on you is a lot of people will have some type of, like, if you go to sticks, for example, a stick is literally... Uh, a force enhancing or range increasing device, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, whether it's a broom handle, whether it's a, a baton, whether it's a, um, uh, like you said, a tool like a screwdriver or something. Um, anything that's going to increase your range and increase uh, the the force of your strike. Mm -hmm. um, you have, what are, what are that little... It's a force enhancer. It's yeah. a it's a, a it's a keychain, but it's a force enhancer that I have um, that enables me. It's made out of aluminum, so it's nice and light. But I can I can attack, um, you know, like soft points, mm -hmm. and you know, and it's not gonna break the skin. It's not gonna cause <coughs> um, any kind of blood or blunt force. It's gonna it's gonna cause blunt force trauma. And that's um, what you want. You want to end it as quickly as possible. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's the whole point, so you can get away. You're trying to create space mm -hmm. to get away, and mm -hmm. that's that's the whole point of all these force enhancers. Exactly. And, and the stick could be something that like mine is like, like this that big. long, mm -hmm. or it could be if six that. foot long. Yeah. Um, it just depends what what what's available to you. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, it could be a crowbar. Right. Exactly. It could be yeah. it could be a tire iron. Those are those are in your car sometimes. Um, tire irons. Yeah. I mean. Those are tools. Those are meant for to change your tire. Mm -hmm. However, if it's available and I'm in danger I mean, and I need a weapon, this could be a force enhancer. That's a force enhancer. A yeah. water bottle, right? Yeah. If that's full of water, that's gonna hurt. It's heavy. Tell. Yeah. Um. So, and now we're gonna get into with that. Keep that in mind. We're gonna get into bladed. Now, again, you have tools that are bladed, such as you know things that cut down branches, and um, you have. Uh, like utility knives, um, little, the short little razor blades um, that cut things open. Uh, you have exacto knives. You have exacto knives, and you have knives, knives, right? which are in the state of Nevada called tools. By they're, the way, they're called tools. My knife is actually a tool because I can. Use I, it I really do screwdriver. use it for to like open boxes, and because you, you always you always need a knife just to cut something open or whatnot. So um, exactly. So, but if it's still on me. I'm still, if I'm in danger, I'll probably use it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, you know, like, like my, my, the knives that we have in the, in the, in the vehicles are actually tools because they can break the glass. They can cut a, um, so if you're in an accident, uh, we can cut the seatbelt seatbelt. Mm -hmm. They'll, you know, get you out of the vehicle. They'll all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, we try and use 
anything and everything we can. And it's a great force enhancer as well, because I'm going to mm -hmm. put that in my hand if I need it. And, and you cannot use the bladed portion. It correct. Just and just it, use yeah. it as a force enhancer. And it's great. I mean, force enhancer is, you know, think of it as in the old days, it was like those, those knuckles. Brass knuckles. Brass knuckles. You know, it was just anything to help you throw a harder punch. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's really what it, what it's about. And now the biggest controversy of all, guns. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. pew, pew. Um, we are very pro-Second Amendment, in case you couldn't tell before. <laughs> I was going to say, I think anyone who's really into self-defense or even the, you know, when the poop hits the fan or, you know, zombie apocalypse or whatever. Even, I've um, even known people that don't own guns that take in self-defense classes and understand why people have guns. They at least mm -hmm. understand and don't hate it anymore. Yeah. So. Like before that they might have come into the class. Like we've mm -hmm. had a couple people come into the class like I will never own a gun. I don't believe in them. I don't understand. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh. Like after a month. They're like, oh. Yeah. Um So what do you do? I totally like, get it. Uh, yeah. You know, and then you know and, and, and Mike would teach, you know, what do you do against a knife? How do you defend against that? Which for me is the scarier thing. I'd rather defend against a well, gun yeah, than can, a knife at if, any time. If you're carrying, can you get to your gun? Yeah. Even if it's on you. Exactly. <laughs> like I said, things Have you happen that way. Yeah. Things happen that fast. Mm -hmm. So can you get to your gun? And sometimes you can't. You even though it's it's on your person, you mm -hmm. can't get to it. You have to defend and get create space. To, to get where you your can gun get it, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, we should try and find ones. some of those um, police training videos. You know, where the police officer is at one point in the room, and there's a guy like ten feet away, and the 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 attacker. Oh, the twenty-one foot. Yeah, the twenty-one no. foot rule. But at ten feet, you can't defend yourself. If somebody is running at you, they can close that distance, the gap that they have between you and ten feet, faster than you can your brain can initialize what's going on. You can get to your weapon. You can pull it out safely and discharge. Always like remember that yeah. action is faster than reaction. Mm -hmm. So if you train in a constant reactive state, you're always going to be a step behind the attacker. Exactly. I, you, sometimes you have to initiate the situation. If someone's running at me, they've initiated react, you know, it, but sometimes yeah. like going back to Melissa's story about, um, uh, being at Walmart, mm -hmm. um, she initiated the attack. Even though there was no altercation, the, altercation, the, the attack was, hey, stay away from me. Mm -hmm. Right? So she made it clear, yes, I'm aware of you, I see you, and I I'm going to let others, I'm gonna let others know mm -hmm. that you're around, and I don't and want I like you near it. me. Mm -hmm. So that was that was the initial attack. So she she was active, not reactive. So kind of keep that in mind. Um, but going back to guns, yeah, we, it's, the reason I, I'm a very pro is because, unfortunately, when it comes down to it, guns are actually less intimidating than learning a, a physical trade, martial art, whatever, self-defense. Um, they are. Uh, people do not want to think about getting hit, think, you don't want to, they are hitting someone, right? They don't want to get in a tussle. They don't want to be all in someone's face. Mm -hmm. They they're like, I want to have a gun to keep that range to keep it, people back, and um, which I applaud and I totally agree with. Um, but unfortunately, you don't. Unfortunately, these people don't understand violence and the the statistics of 
an altercation, which is usually, again, it's reactive, and you have to create the space. Uh, and you, a lot of times you're not going to see it coming, because if you did, you'd avoid the situation. Um, so, yeah, have a gun. I mean... If you're we, for we that, carry, you know, if, you're know, for that. if you're for that, and if you're not into guns, don't get a gun. Guess what? It's your choice. Uh, if, uh, exactly. I, don't, I don't hate people that are, are against guns. I just, I, I'm against you for not being against the gun when you try to enforce your will upon me because I am for guns. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm okay if you don't like it, but do not enforce your beliefs into my rights. Right. Like, like, like I always say, I've always told you, my rights end where yours begin. So I have the right to want own a gun or not. I have the right to listen to you or not. <laughs> exactly. But I also don't have the right to say, well, if I want to own a gun, you have to own a gun and this is why. Or if I don't believe in guns, I'm... I'm not going to try and take them away from you, i.e. the government is, trying to take them yeah. away. And in regards to the government, we don't have any guns on, in our house at all. <laughs> we got rid of all of our guns. That being said, so when I carry... I... <laughs> um, and they are always put away and they always are locked, locked and, and safe. We, are super and, safe. we have yeah. kids. We teach them gun safe. In fact, the other day, I, I was showing, I emptied my gun... And I had Jaden hold hold my gun emptied, and um, showed him how to hold it, how to properly hold it, how to squeeze the trigger, not pull it, all that stuff. And he the hammer went off. It was again emptied. He emphasized that, so people freaking out in the comments. Um, and yeah, and he understood. Like okay, and he I'm trying to teach him and my daughter. She did the same thing, and she. They both didn't freak out, and that's the point. Is that yeah. You're not going to be scared of a gun. It's not the gun. It's the person holding it. Well, and, and we even teach that no matter where you are, no matter what house or home or situation you're in, if you see a gun, you, you do not touch it. it. Yeah. You do not do. You do not hold it. You do not do anything. You actually leave the premise. Come and get us and tell us there's a gun. It's right here. Or the adult that's around. Or the adult that's around. I see a gun. You know, because because. And everyone, you need to respect the weapon and always respect it and treat it as if it is loaded. You don't know. In our house, they might be loaded, but they're in a safe. They might not be chambered, but there's a magazine in there. Um, But, you know, it's one of those things that, but they're always always locked up. Always, always, always locked up. You know, unless they're on our person, and then the kids know. Like, don't, you know... You know, don't be grabbing at stuff. You know, yeah, the kids know. And they, that's what, they also know that when daddy's carrying, um, they don't go and just say, hey, my dad's carrying a gun. Yeah, we don't We don't make no. it known. Oh, like, yeah. You guys tell people. And, but mm-hmm. both Bert, Jane and Grace understand. It's like, no, we don't tell people. I'm like, very good. Yeah. Um, they don't need to know. Um, that's the whole point of being a concealed carry is um, so you don't know when I'm carrying. Take your chances. Right. Um, and that's the point. I have a family to think of. Uh, they're the most important people in my life. Always will be. And I'm going to protect them as best I can. Well, in the state of Nevada, it's kind of nice. We do have a concealed carry. 
and we also have an open carry, um, very similar to Texas, where you can wear it on your belt outside of your shirt, and people can see it. So love you, Texas. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Um, but so you know, I love Nevada in that instance that we do have that right. We have that right to either open carry or conceal carry, and and that's once you've gone through the classes and you've passed it and you um have qualified and done everything you can then you can conceal carry and and i personally like the conceal carry because then people give you less looks exactly they don't look at you as much and they don't know like i said go ahead you know like what's that dirty hairy thing um you know do you feel lucky do you feel lucky you know like yeah you know go ahead if you want to try you know, but I could be carrying that day, and hopefully I am. You know, if, if bad and evil happens, hopefully I am. Yeah, the whole point is that you don't know when I'm carrying. Exactly. Um, and kind of the last thing I want to talk about is I think the big deterrent of people actually defending themselves, in my opinion, is the, is the government. It's the laws we have. Um, unfortunately, the laws are not in the favor of a victim. In regards to a self-defense situation, um, there the laws are in favor of you if you've been a victim and nothing happened to the the attacker, um, meaning you didn't do anything to him, like a rape situation, for example, or uh, uh, pedophilia, or whatever the case where nothing physically bad happened to the attacker, right? So. Um, the person was just a victim, now they have to live with that the rest of their life, and, and there you go. Instead of learning, hey, I need to fight back, I need to learn to fight back, I need to cause them damage, mm -hmm. and still report it, because you should, that person needs to be behind yeah. bars regardless, and, and the problem is, is that, well, they can, the attacker it turns around and can have you arrested, because you assaulted them. Or they, it's not, even though they started. Well, it. even like people who break into your house and yeah. they get hurt at your house and, and they, they sue and you. And, they and you're sue like, you, you broke into my house. Yeah. It's not my fault that you got or, trapped you know, in a chimney. Or you, or, yeah, you, got, or you broke your arm breaking you, through a window. Yeah, or, or I shot you because you broke into my house. And, you know, and the government's like, and then they turn around and sue you. And the government's okay with that. Are you kidding me? Um, so, yeah, the laws are not in, in the fair. And that's, it goes back to exactly what I was talking about with parents and their kids. Um, when it comes to the government and people in general, uh, I, it's, people are just not, it's not in your favor. And, exactly. and unfortunately that's, I think the biggest deterrent in my opinion, uh, of, um, of all this, of all these problems. And if you would just allow people to actually defend themselves and i'm not saying go out on a on a spree and taking the law in your own hands i'm saying to prevent something bad from happening to you that's what i'm saying is you want to you want to stop the initial thing i'm not saying go after them after that i'm not saying go after all people let, mm -hmm. the, let the police and federal officers handle all that that's their job mm -hmm. um but even a police officer will tell you it could take up, you know, like 10, 10 minutes to get to your house. Exactly. And after you call the police, well, like I said, something bad can happen like that. That's a lot faster than 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So. And so to wrap it up, so check to see um, 
if your state has a castle law. Nevada has the castle doctrine, which allows an individual to protect their occupied home or vehicle with deadly force. They do not have to retreat. However, like Mike was saying, the laws play, I think, sometimes for the... The The laws are not black and white. No, they're not. And so, in my opinion, like, I'm always going to, if I can get away, I'm going to try and get away. Because I don't want to be in a court where I'm up on a stand and... they say, why didn't you try and get away? Like, why didn't you leave your house? Or why didn't you drive away? Or why didn't you this? Or why didn't you that? Like, they're going to add a shadow of a doubt as to why didn't you try non-lethal or just to get away versus... You know, actually using you know excessive force or deadly force instead of retreating. Um, so that's one of those things that you know check 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 your state laws, check what's going on. You know, in some with with uh, concealed carry um, licenses and stuff, you can get various states. Now, obviously, California, communist state of California, does and not I, allow I, you. I'm a former Californian, so I'm speaking from experience. California sucks. Uh, you're gov- I'm sorry, Democrats yeah. suck at running the state. Um, they ha- they have no, they do not care about their citizens. Well, and then look at Chicago. Chicago, you know, New York. High sh- New York, you know, all gun-free zones, but yet have high shootings because, let's face it, you guys, criminals, criminals don't, don't care law. about the law. You know, a, a lock on a fence only deters honest people. If if a criminal wants to get into your backyard or into your house or into whatever, a lock isn't going to stop them. Just like if a bad person wants to do evil, you know, it, you can't. Are evil or they're just exactly, evil, so. you know, you can't. There's nothing you can do. They're just evil. And mm-hmm. and and banning guns. It like look at London now. London has far surpassed the amount of knife attacks. Well, than New York for this year. Well, what it said that you showed me it. It said mm-hmm. it has more knife murders than mm-hmm. New York has gun murders. Correct. So, so here's the thing: like you all have to realize that if evil wants to do evil, nothing is going to stop it. And sometimes it's not about the act. It's not about the act of rape or the act of kidnapping or the act. It's the power. It's the the control, mindset. Yeah. It's the control. So you know, and that's a whole other topic we can that, talk about. Yeah, that's a whole the psychological part of violence, and yeah. And I'm not a huge um, expert on it, but I studied being a self defense instructor, at least former. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to study that a lot because obviously. No person, if you're, if you're the type of person that's been in all, every single scenario, violent scenario, you're going to be messed up in the head anyway. Yeah. So, um, nobody, no instructor has been in every single scenario. Correct. So. You can but, only prepare for what? We can only prepare. We train, mm-hmm. we train a lot for these bad scenarios. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do. And, um, and you also have to understand violence. And it's hard for a good person, for a person who is not violent in nature, to understand what could happen. Like, I remember when we were watching those Saw movies. I'm like, you know what? This is wrong in a sense where, like, let's say you're teetering on the psychopath fence. I could be good. I could be bad. So then they put the Saw movie out, or eight of them, however many. And then they're like, 
hmm. Now this kind of teetering is like, oh, that's a great idea. And all of a sudden, they gone, they gone crazy. Yeah. Well, and, and to that story, like, we're not saying that movies and video games and TV shows cause violence. Exactly. But I, I, I think, think it, puts a, it, it puts an idea. It can well, put an idea you, you, out there. Like, hey. People have that idea in their head anyways. Well, I think if they're evil, it's they have they the potential it. of it. It's just they get these ideas from from these shows, mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, maybe I could do that. Maybe I could do it that way, or maybe I could do it better, or whatever. I don't know. Like, uh, people are sick. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> are. Sick. People are sick, and they suck. So, so yeah. So there so, you go. Um, yeah, just to, to kind of finish up, um, we'll roll this whole thing. Um, please be safe. Whatever you choose to do, um... Try and master it as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and choose something. Just don't be naive. Something. Yeah, choose something. Like, I get it. And I want to think the world is great. You know, unfortunately, Melissa has a better view on the world than I do. Uh, but I think that's how we part of why we balance each other out and how we can protect each other uh, the most. And I, we want that for you as well. You know, protect yourself, um, protect your family, mm-hmm. um, protect any of your friends, you know, even if it's one day it's a stranger you save exactly um you know in the end that's a good thing you know you're yeah. it's a it's a violent situation that you're learning violence mm-hmm. to to save someone and you have to remember we're all one race yeah. we're all the human race it's, it's not it's not about this no it's, it's not about not. male female whatever whatever you want to say it's we are all humans and we need to be kind, and we need to be caring, and we need to be helpful because it costs absolutely nothing to do those three things. Mm-hmm. And and if 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 I can get anything across at all, is just be kind and help each other out. You know, I mean, if you see a danger, was it see something and say something? Yeah, but unfortunately, there's a lot of places that don't follow up on that. True. Um, Very so, true. So, you know. It's always your choice whether you want to help someone or not, you know, but I think this world would be a lot of better place if we all helped each other a lot more in the places that actually count. So Agreed. A hundred percent. Well said. Thank you. So on that note, uh, let's, uh, so if you liked what you saw, um, please, uh, like subscribe, share, you know, check us out on our audio. Uh, anything else you want to finish off with? Pew pew. (laughs) Have a good one, everyone. Bye. Bye.